When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Got Jersey. Jersey, what's doing, up? Jersey? I'm doing all right, fellas. How you doing? Ah, doing pretty good, man. Doing pretty good. Thanks for being on the show. Uh, thanks, Marco, for arranging this meet and all that good stuff. Jersey, tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing on, all that good stuff. I do security, I breed French Bulldogs, and uh I ride motorcycles for the dirty ones MC. That's Rock on, and you're a former pagan, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Why are you coming on the show? I was asked to come on to the show. Um, basically speak about what I what I say in my TikToks. You know what I mean? I keep I keep uh I don't say what has already been said on the news. I tell people my point of view. Not anybody else's point of view. I'm not I'm not looking to hear what somebody else gotta say about how their time was and have people agree with me. I'm telling you about what I went through as in the motorcycle world, not just as a pagan, not as a Latin king, not in prison, just my views on life. I try to give people heads up because you might come into something thinking shit is sweet and it's nothing like that. So expect the unexpected no matter what. And what's your uh, TikTok title? What's your username? Top, top Flight Jurors. Top Flight Jurors. Well, this is why I wanted to have you on. I've, I've been watching TikToks. I'm fascinated because here's the thing, man. Anybody that's ever, it's hard when you're probating or prospecting for a club because they don't tell you shit, right? When you're a hang around, you're not really sure what's going on. You don't really know what's going on until you patch in. And then by that time, it might be too late learning some of the inside stuff. And your inside scoop is some of the best that I've ever seen uh, as far as real world shit going on in the motorcycle club. And uh, the one thing I wanted to uh, to jump right out, we're going to uh, have a picture of uh uh, of uh, I, I had it on my uh, thing today. Uh, the bylaws here for um, for uh, the pagans, uh, supposedly. So, uh, and I just wanted to get to your, uh, you know, your. Uh, it says on there. I had this uh, thing from another TikTok user that uh, they allow cops or ex-cops or former cops inside the pagans as far as their bylaws are concerned. I just want to get right off the way. Is that true or not? That is not in the bylaws. That is not in the bylaws. A lot of the times, even when you do a background check, certain things do not come up. And then what happens is this individual done proved who he was to the nation. And, uh, you know, somebody who's willing to risk their fucking rest of their life in jail and uh, do some of the things they did, it's kind of hard to now turn them away because of their history. I could assure you nobody goes up to the pagan nation and lets them know, hey, I'm an ex-cop. And they say, all right, you're allowed in. It doesn't go down like that. You know what I mean? The shit that I talk about them, not the whole nation, but a lot of the a lot of the ex-members, they do not accept you off the rip saying that you're an ex-cop. Half of them wouldn't even talk to you. 90% of them wouldn't even talk to you. But if you happen to slide through the cracks and then once you get in, they end up finding out. It's pretty. Ah, he froze up right there. Dang it! <laughs> you gotta, you gotta love technology. Oh, you gotta. Oh, there you go. There you go. You're back on. So, 
it, it's kind of hard to kick out a good brother after you find out that 10 years ago, 20 years ago, he was a cop and you just watched this motherfucker put in, you know, some good deeds to ensure the future of the nation. You know, I'm going to tell you just like that. I don't know them bylaws that is not written in the pagan bylaws. They wouldn't push something like that in the pagan bylaws. I don't know any of the top four or top five major clubs that would allow or put something like that in the bylaws. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you straightened that up because uh, that's all of my my whole channel. I wanted to make sure that's why I said in my my news tonight that I wasn't I wasn't able to verify it, but I'm glad I talked to a former pagan. You've seen the bylaws, obviously. You were in the club, uh, so uh, yeah. So I appreciate and, you and, squaring and that a up. Lot of, a lot of them rules and bylaws they've been set in since the beginning of time. A few presidents might have came forward, added things, or took a few things away. I know the I know the national president now. You know what I mean? Um, I don't I don't see him allowing something like that. I do know of members that are ex-police or corrections officers that are there. But, you know, like I said, they did whatever they did, I guess, to prove who they are. You know what I mean? How long were you a uh, pagan? And were you you out of East Coast? East Coast, yeah, two and a half years. In North Two and a half years uh, East Coast. And, you know, the biggest question is going to be is why are you coming on talking about your former club? Was there some kind of beef that uh, led you to leave, go to another club, and then come on this program? Because a lot of people are going to say, well, hey, wait a second, man. Uh, what's he doing on a show like this? Well, I said this, I said this inside my TikTok. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, jump clubs. What happened was I didn't like the leadership that was there. Um, I was willing to do whatever I could for the nation. The same thing I'll do for the Dirty Ones Nation. I'm 100% loyal to where I'm at. You know what I mean? I'm loyal to to a fault. So if I was told to jump off the fucking roof, I would have did it. And uh, I felt like I was going to be on a stunt dummy mission, which means I was going to be sent on a a lose-lose mission. You know what I mean? and to prevent that from happening, I did just that. I left when I got when I when I started missing it, which was maybe five, six months later, I tried to come back in and I was denied entry because of the person that was running it. I didn't like I wasn't getting along with him at all. And he did exactly what I said he was going to do. He ran the nation into the fucking ground. You know what I mean? So that's how I'm where I'm at now. Now, the reason why you see me on here now talking is because I've been out going on two years doing some change, maybe. And, um, you know, people can't keep my fucking name out their mouth. So I've tried to reach out to people, get things, you know, settled away and shit like that. Nobody wanted to do things the right way. So they want to sit there and talk shit. Now I'm talking shit. Just my shit is clean and cut. It is what it is. I'm straightforward about everything. Well, here's what I like about you, man. You actually, you, you talk, you, you say something and then you hit 99 or every, actually every video I've seen, you backed it up. For instance, uh, I saw a video you've recently taken down. Cause you, I know you've had a conversation with uh, one of the brothers who's still in the club, but there was uh footage of this, uh, of a pagan taking his cut off and, and ripping it up and throw it on the ground and stomping it, which is, you know, obviously one of the worst things you can possibly do to your own colors. Um, and I know you, you've talked it, it, to him. It's not, it's not the worst thing you could do to your own colors. The worst thing you could do to your own colors is losing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yo, the history of bikers with colors, man. Bikers used to treat each other's colors, you know, crazy. They would do certain things to the colors and, and, and shit like that. You know, if you go back deeper into the history of the bike world, um, yo, this this is not an easy life to live for anybody in the one percent world that takes this shit serious. It's a very stressful. It's an emotional roller coaster, 
and you become a fucking you become a train wreck. You know what I mean? Trying to trying to live this life. People devote themselves so much into it, which I feel like that individual did, and I respected him after I had a talk with uh with him and you know other people. I actually have respect for him. So I did what I did because I didn't really think anything about him. Finally, when I spoke to him, everything was cleared away. You know what I mean? Uh, he was a very he's a very respectful person. I respect his gangster. I don't take anything from him. Um, there's so much shit that happens with these colors behind closed doors that nobody ever talks about. You know what I mean? You get motherfuckers that are in love with their females. Female talks about how you got to make that choice. People rip their colors off all the time, throw them shits and talk shit about the nation behind closed doors. So what he did, I, I, you know what I mean? He did what he did and he did what he felt, you know, at the time. He was, he was acting out of anger towards whatever situation, so... Yeah. Well, you also, well, like I said, you back it up with the least video or firsthand knowledge. You were talking about, uh, I don't know if it was an ex-president, but the guy that went to jail for 75 years uh, doing what he was doing. And uh, can you talk a little bit about that situation? Because, I mean, there was some fucked up shit that uh, that he was doing. So I can only talk about the things I know. I know the man personally. Um, I never liked him, never got along with him. But, uh, you know, he would set you up, man. He was a piece of shit. And, you know, again, the things that happen in in one state, don't reflect on what's going on throughout the whole nation. You sure. know what I mean? That, that's one individual out of 1,500 individuals. You know what I mean? So uh, he wasn't necessarily the nicest fucking person. He was a piece of shit, and he did a lot of grimy things. A lot of brothers got hurt. A lot of brothers got kicked out bad, and a lot of people died. You know what I mean? So him getting to 75 years, in my eyes, is a cakewalk because you can still come back on an appeal. I personally wish he would have got shot in the fucking back of his head and dumped in a cornfield somewhere, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. Right. Well, you know, a big question before we get more into that. Uh, I want everybody to understand I have no sides in this, but what I do know is the pagans on the East Coast one of, were at one time one of the premier one percenter clubs in the United States. They go back to 1959. And, of course, we don't have anybody from their side on the show to give any responses if you wanted to reach out to us you could to give a response but there's been a lot of stuff out there in the club scene about a blue wave and when you said that the club's being ran into the ground what is the understanding of what's going on with the blue wave and is it true that People are just being, you know, let's put it to rest. Is people being sold patches, start chapters, all that good stuff? I mean, a few people on this panel right now were part of clubs. So you know what it is. Even if you prospect, you still pay for your patches. Even if you prospect, you still pay for your patches. There are times, and just like I stated, inside uh, inside, this, inside the TikTok shit is that <clears throat> if you're coming from another club, and, you're, and, you know, you got that history, you got that reputation, and you're opening up a chapter in a state that doesn't have it. It's very hard to prospect that person. You're talking about you got to travel six hours away, seven hours away. I mean, you're talking about when Texas was being opened up and New York was allowing it or whatever. Uh, New York was allowing it to happen. That's a fucking, what, 26-hour ride? That's pretty hard to do every day as a prospect to come to an event. So you got to take, you got to take your shit. You got to, you got to use common sense. So let me cut you there. When you say 
uh, it's hard to prospect. I know a lot of the other major clubs, they go through a prospective period of at least six months to a year where they got to achieve different goals before they're even allowed a patch. And I think that's where a lot of people are confused about that. No, I do mine the same way. I feel like you have to make two out-of-town trips in order to even, you know what I mean? But, again, out of experience, a lot of those guys did come out of town. They did stand in the circle. They did do their thing, you know what I mean? Where they 100% prospects, where it's like, yo, go get this, go set that up. No, that didn't happen. People bought patches as far as, you know what I mean? They didn't, they didn't have to prospect. They got their patches, but they were opening up in other states. Now, if you talk to anybody in Pennsylvania, those guys are out there fucking chopping trees down, just keeping the fire alive and doing everything else, prospecting a very long time. You know what I mean? So, so look, I'm not on here to, to, to talk bad about the shit that ain't the shit that ain't true. No, we just want, well, that's the thing. We want to make sure, uh, you know, because you are a former yeah, pagan that we can put out there these questions that a lot of people have. Yeah. yeah. A, lot of, a, lot of, a lot of what they're hearing is because they're, they're hearing bad things from people who were put out bad. They're put out bad because of bullshit they did in the nation. They felt like they didn't deserve to be put out bad. So what they do is they go and they support the other side and then they start talking bad. They start making up crazy lies and everything else. The worst thing you could call somebody in this lifestyle we live is snitch, right? For sure. That's the first thing that comes out of everybody's mouth as soon as they don't like somebody. He's a rat, but they don't have no paperwork. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Now, so speaking of that, you... Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, Jersey. Um, you, you said you had paperwork on some people inside the club that ratted you out. Um, no, no, so- no, 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 no. I never said that ratted me out. I said I had paperwork on people in the club that, that were ratting. You know what R- I mean? Ratted, right. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole, but again, the people I talk about are no longer in the club. You know what I mean? So however they handled it, whether they're in jail and they just cut them off because they seen the paperwork as well. I have paperwork on pagans or ex-pagan members that ratted. You know what I mean? Um, I personally was ratted on by two people, but they didn't do it on paperwork. What they did was they took a picture of me holding things I shouldn't be holding and posted it on Instagram. See what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Now they did that, but do I call them a rat because I don't have no paperwork? I can't call them a rat. You see what I'm saying? Right. Right. So, but there I was know, proof of the, of the picture. Yeah, I, know who fucking, I know who ratted on right. me. The motherfucker posted me on Instagram. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah holding shit I shouldn't be holding. My question uh, goes back, uh, Marco, uh, because Jersey just said that a lot of this miscommunication, a lot of this stuff uh, that people are hearing are coming from people that are out of the club. They left the club out bad. And what would you say to those people that say, well, you're doing the same thing? Again, I talk about my personal experience. I don't talk about the nation in a whole. I do not like the pagans that are that I do not like a large portion of the pagans. But there are still pagans that I love that I hold dearly, like Connorelli. You know what I mean? Um a few other members I'm not gonna name them, but that one everybody knows I'm very close to. Um I haven't spoke to him in a long time, but that person I got love for. People can say what they want. They're not the ones living this lifestyle. So it's pretty hard for a lot of these people to be like, yo you know, that's right, or whatever the case may be. But those are the same people that as soon as they have a problem, they call the police. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Those yeah. are the same people that call police. So it, you can't really you can't really have people like that trying to judge or, or, or cloud your thoughts on anything because a lot of people ain't living this lifestyle. 
So it's easy for them to say what's telling and what's not telling, what the guidelines are and what aren't. I'm telling people off my own personal experience in my life in the motorcycle world. Whether it, the Pagans was, you know what I mean, that was the only club I was with. So that's what you're going to hear about. You know what I mean? Jersey, are you, the ones that you're still close with, have they said anything like, hey, bro, you got to calm down with this? Yeah, or, hey, no, man. no, no, no. A whole bunch of them were just like, yo, I think what you're doing is fucking right. Um, again, uh, somebody called me today. He wasn't a, a pagan, but he was like, yo, you're the voice for the people. Because what I'm doing is I'm not telling anybody to stay away from the motorcycle world. Right now, this is what's popping. The problem is this ain't a fucking way of life just for anybody. Don't get into this shit thinking that it's going to be a cakewalk because it's not. In this life right here, you can't necessarily pay your way through. Eventually, there's going to be a time where that money that you're giving to another member that's not sending you on missions, you're going to have your colors on. And you're going to get ran down on by somebody in a restaurant, at your son's school, or at your job, where people are going to pull up on you. And that money that you're paying to stay out of trouble and, and you're giving to, to other members so they don't send you on missions and shit, man, you're going to get, you're going to get called out on your shit. And, and it's going to happen. So this isn't the life for everybody, man. You know what I mean? This is a beautiful life. It is what you make of it. But as soon as you slip, man, you get caught slipping. It is what it is. You know what I mean? Let me ask you this. So of, of kind of what's going on in the world now where it seems, you know, back in the day, man, you, if you, pull, you got pulled up on two or three guys, you're on the side of the road, you throw hands, whatever. You got your ass kicked. You didn't. Now it seems that guns are first. You're on the scene right there on the front lines. Have you noticed this? And what, do you, what are your thoughts on people pulling guns right out? There's only a few clubs that have been known for. Listen, there's, there's there's a lot of talks that happen behind the scenes before these things get drawn. All right. There's a lot of things that could have been avoided that haven't been avoided. People do things and they just don't think a motherfucker is going to do it. This is the reason why I say I like and I have love for a lot of the clubs. There might be individual chapters and sets that fucking suck. And the people that are in it fucking suck and they don't uphold their nation. But I like all the clubs because no matter where you go, you could definitely find somebody who's about that. That gun shit, you could pull up and fight somebody, right? But then I got to worry about you coming back to kill me anyway. So I might as well just fucking kill you. So, you know, the the stop you there for a lot of the people that are non-club members, that sounds like a gang. So should it be straight up to where... You don't put out there, hey, this is an MC, this is an MC. But in reality, what you were describing is a gang. Do they call the mafia a gang? Syndicate. Do they call it a gang? No, not really. They don't. They don't. And matter of fact, America thrives off of this shit. America idolizes the bad guy. They love, they, we, they admire us. That's the reason why no matter where bikers go, they fucking stop, they stare, they want to take pictures with us, they want to hop on our bikes, shit like that. They admire us. It's, it's only the mainstream that pushes that we're pieces of shit, this, that, and dirt. You can't really tell me any civilians that got hurt recently over over motorcycle shit. Well, I can name, uh, you know, Waco, Twin Peaks, a couple other ones up in uh, Oklahoma City. Yeah, but uh, that's the word. Are they civilians that are getting hurt? Or are they motorcycle people who are in this world? that again hurt because you got to remember when you wear a support shirt you're, you're welcoming in this shit and that's the problem people don't realize that when you buy a support shirt you put support 415 support 16 support 81 you're gonna have a problem mm. so you gotta accept what comes with that 
A lot of people put them support shirts on, like we do our vest. We wear it with a badge of honor. And then when they get the repercussions to it, the, the bad guys are the motorcycle people. No, motherfucker. You knew what it was when you put that shirt on. And this is mm -hmm. the problem. This is the problem. These are the things that's not being told to people. So when you have people running around wearing support shirts, yeah, it looks good. It does. It looks good. I love it. I, lo I love the fact that civilians are wearing support shirts. But did you break down that somebody might come rip that shirt off your back and beat it off your body? Well, that's one question. That. That's one question that is good because in the old days, you actually had to know a member of the club to get them, and now they're being sold all over the place. And you know, maybe it should come with a warning. Hey, you know, this might not be too I used, cool. I used to test up. people. I used to test people. You didn't know me. I didn't know you, but I seen you wearing a support shirt. I would go up to you, and I, would, you know, I would go up to you not with a cut on, and I would put pressure to you. And if I seen that you were standing up for yourself, I appreciate the fact that you're supporting our fucking club. You know what I mean? I might even buy you a drink. But these are the things that have to be known and let be known to people. That when you put that stuff on, you're wearing it like we do our vest. Yeah, we it's definitely a target. Hit, you're not hit. You're not gonna let it hit the ground. I'm not gonna sell you a support gear, and you're fucking pissing on it. Are you worried of uh, anybody coming back and retaliating on uh, for for you bringing uh, some stuff out from the pagans? Any any members now or? I mean, listen, man. Uh, again, I wear my I wear my vest everywhere I go, so it's not just you know. What I mean, like the dirty ones personally doesn't have problems with nobody. There's a few clubs that you know I want to take a second to also. I want to put out there the unknown bikers. I put a, I put on a video earlier about the unknown bikers and uh my mind frame wasn't thinking that that could affect our relationship with them only due to the fact that i was showing things again that went on through my own personal experience while i was with a club i took it down right away but us and unknown are very very close we're very good brothers the dirty ones has no problem with no nations out there um i get along like i stated earlier with beast um, as far as retaliation goes, man, and this is what I stated again in the video, it's hard for you to retaliate right now with cameras being everywhere and so many questionable members inside the club. It's, it's, yeah. hard, for you, it's hard for you to retaliate. How would, I mean, uh, what would you say to those after you gave uh, that little deal about uh, how the life is, how you would have to react? Uh, to those that saying, well, you're giving the FBI, DOJ the reason they need to uh, classify clubs as gangs. Yo, listen, do they? I did that. You get what I'm saying? I did that. Not for nothing. You, when you broadcast your show every day in St. Throttle, it's mm -hmm. about the dirt that is going on, people getting killed and everything else. It's not Jersey. Jersey didn't do that. <laughs> your show did that. Demons Road did that. Black Dragon did that. Every time I every time I see in Saint Throttle, Black Dragon, Demons Row, it's always about the negative shit that's going on inside the motorcycle world. Well, and isn't it's not, it's not your fault? It's content, but well, it ain't, well, it ain't your fault. It's the media we're getting out that side, exactly. where we're not actually in a club that says, "Hey, man, this is the way it is." Just kind of like you did earlier, where, "Hey, man, you know, we might roll up, we might put some, uh, you know, start throwing some uh, lead around." That is different than the media coming out and saying, hey, this is what's happening. We're just going off of, say, what happened down in Texas. No, of we course, but look, all right, so 
just as quick as people posted about the things that's going on with the banditos and the other club, I'm not going to name them because I really haven't seen their name in the news. But the banditos. And we why don't know for sure the other clubs, so go so, ahead. So, so what I'm saying is, so why hasn't nobody said, all right, listen, the banditos did a toy drive for Christmas? Why didn't they reach out to the banditos? Why, why haven't they reached out to the banditos and said, yo, when was the last time you fed homeless people or did a community drive? Let me get that video and put that out there because the media is not doing it. Because the reality of the world is if it bleeds, it leads. Exactly. And what I'm saying so it's more about views and likes. I don't do things for views and likes. Because I tell everybody, I don't give a fuck if you like me. I don't do that. I say, what's my, if, I, if I wanted to, I could put out everything bad. I tell people the good, the bad, and the ugly. There's more bad and ugly than there is good. I can sit here and tell you about the birthday party that I had when I was with such club, and it was great, and you know I got cake smashed in my face and whatever the case may be. But I don't do that. Because the problem is, if you keep painting that narrative that this is such a great life, we're going to keep getting individuals that do not belong in this shit. Mm -hmm. what would you say to somebody that uh that's thinking about getting in the club and uh maybe going to one of the big you know big four or maybe the big five or whatever i I would would tell him expect to put in work and defend your fucking colors if you think you're just gonna sit on your ass you're not gonna um if you think you're just gonna sit on your ass and you're never gonna have to do anything and this is gonna be a cakewalk you're absolutely wrong this is a light switch man today you could be in good standings and everything could be great and then tomorrow because you got to remember you're part of a big club one of your brothers might not get along with somebody he's hanging out with and something bad might happen. That's going to ripple effect throughout the whole club. Yeah, you know what sure. I mean? You might not have a problem over here in San Bernardino, but Jersey City does have a problem. So now you got to handle that all throughout. So these are the things that people have to be explained. And that's what I do on my channel. I just, I don't slander no clubs. I don't disrespect no clubs. I hope all clubs thrive. I hope the MC culture thrives. I hope it continues to go. I hope it gets as big as it was back when the clubs first started. The problem mm-hmm. is nobody's really letting people know how it goes. What I do is I let you know there's a good side, a bad side, and an ugly side. And the only parts that you're ever going to be recognized for are the bad and the ugly. That's mm-hmm. it. Well, it's true. Like I said, if it bleeds, it leads. But at the the same time, do you think clubs are ever going to come together like everybody uh, wants? They do. There's a coalition, ain't there, on the West Coast? Coalition, no. people come together? Well, there's uh, COCs all over the place, but okay. uh, you'll see these incidences going all over the place. Yeah, but clubs come together, and like I said, there's a lot of people that are in talks with each other. People got to stop seeing who could piss the farthest and whose dick swings the hardest. So then you can really sit down and say, all right, listen, this is bad for business. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This is bad for business. What do you mean by it's bad for business? Because anytime somebody's dying, you're going to scare away. You know, we need people in this world that, that are closing, like those walls that are closing in on us. We need people like that, that, that could, you know, shine a new light. Maybe, maybe they don't have tattoos all over their face and head and they look clean wherever they go. You know what I mean? Mm. No matter where I go, if I take my hat off or whatever, I walk into a spot and have a thousand dollar outfit on and still look like I'm there to rob the place. <laughs> you you get right. what I'm saying? So instead of tearing, you know, that and again, this is the reason why I say we have to let people know what it really is about. And, you know, what I mean, take it from there so we know who we're getting in. There's no excuses for the fuck boy shit and everybody ain't being put out bad because that out bad shit gets tossed around too freely. Oh, yeah. 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 
Now you brought up earlier, there's a story that we did cover was the guy who got 75 years. Can you go more into him? No, because I wasn't there when he did a lot of the bullshit. All I know is that he was a piece of shit and a lot of things. Like I'm never going to help nobody plant an indictment on somebody. You know what I mean? Um, he just did a lot of bullshit and uh, he's where he's at now. But, you know, off appeals, because we all know the justice system, off of those appeals, he could come right back home. So maybe then justice will really be served when he comes back home. But you know what I mean? He was a piece mm. of shit. He kicked members out so he could fuck their ladies and everything else. You know, so that's just some of the things. Or you might be in North Carolina one day and the opposite side might run down on you. Mm-hmm. Nobody knew you were there but him. Now, I got a question from inside the chat room for you. Uh, and then I'll let Marco go. Then we'll go back into the chat because we got to let uh, some of our audience to get in. Uh, some, uh, uh, Danny just said last I heard. Uh, hold on a second. Uh, Jersey is a snitch living in Virginia. They've been uh, talked about yet. Just curious. I'll let you respond. So, again, what happened with that is the social media shit. There was a person named Larry Ortiz. He's locked up right now. He went by the name Savage. Because of his, guess what I was explaining to you guys earlier, because of his girlfriend. Now, look, I'm out there. You see where I'm at? I'm traveling up and down the East Coast. I'm everywhere. Um, His girlfriend at the time was a stripper. She started sniffing meth. When she came around, I did not let her do the things that she wanted to do and be around bros doing bullshit. You know what I mean? So when I did that, we all were making money at an after-hour spot. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, He was robbing the money that was being sent to Savage. And she was telling Savage that me and another brother were robbing him. So we broke ties with it. Yo, we don't want nothing to do with it no more. Well, he felt some type of way about that. And so because I went inside the clubhouse one day, they they ended up taking the clubhouse and ended up using it to do uh, events. But they had other motorcycle clubs in there taking pictures with our patches. Get what I'm saying? So we Mm. went in there during an event. We threw paints on the wall and everything else. Um, My name has been cleared multiple times by Mother Club and everything else. Also had a chance to go back into the pagan nation. But I was already part of the Dirty Ones. And this is where I ended up devoting myself. And I said, I'm going to stay here because they opened up their arms and accepted me for who I am. But that individual, he was just butthurt because I would not fall victim to his lady. Um, he told me, he called me up one day in front of Mother Club and said, yo, I'm going to do whatever it takes to, uh, so that's the same person who put me out there on Instagram, mm-hmm. who, who ended up taking a picture Mark, of me. But didn't you stay in the club a year after that happened? So, hear me yeah exactly and that's that's what i'm saying so even though he was out there trying to slander my name i was still in the club i was you know what i mean lou rock the mother club members like i said all them and i ended up leaving only because i came down here right that's but the only why, reason why i ended up leaving because I, I, came down here, I was shoulder to shoulder with big bob and i didn't like big bob big bob was why, shit. why wasn't that taken care of internally if you guys were still patches for a year at that Uh, Jersey froze up right there, Marco. Let's yeah. see back on back. that. He's back. Oh, he's. Can you hear us, Jersey? Okay, yeah, because we we can't hear you either. Um, yeah, we can't hear you either. He's gonna have to come back in and uh back out. Yeah. Why don't you uh? Yeah, relog. Try to relog back in. 
and then we'll maybe we'll take some uh some calls. Oh, okay. Um, put him back in on that one because that's a that's a good question that uh, I think the audience is going to want to know is why he stood another year and why you there, Jersey? His uh microphone's muted here. Yeah, I'm trying to unmute it. Uh, their mic isn't connected. It says. Can you hear me? Well, there we go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I heard I heard the question on why I ended up staying a year later. Yeah. Because I never thought I was going to move out of the state of New Jersey. Where I was at in New Jersey, I was great. Everything was good. I never even thought about leaving New Jersey. I ended up getting myself into some trouble with the, with another side, which I made. That was the TikTok video that you showed um, where they actually, they were coming to do me. They were coming to, they were coming to fucking rock me to sleep. You know what I mean? You're talking about the angels. Angels, yeah. So, uh, because I was doing so much, not, we we can't bring in the angels or anything into this. Uh, but go ahead. No, no, no. Listen, listen. I have nothing wrong with them. They were doing what you know, whatever. So, I'm just know, referring to the video he was talking that he's it. on TikTok. I was just talking about the video. I don't have nothing wrong with the club or anything like that. But whatever the case may be, I was. Uh, they were going to take my kids from me. The government was going to take my kids from me. So I was forced to move out of the state. When I came down to Virginia, I was still a pagan. So remember, I stood in the nation this whole time. That brother, that brother who who ended up trying to throw dirt on my name, he ended up getting kicked out. You know what I mean? So the person that you see in the video was telling on me. So all that shit was going on out in front of my house and everything. I ended up moving to Virginia. I was still pagan down here. I was down here pagan maybe four or five months. Big Bob got involved, and I was just like, yo, I can't do this. I was still the head of national. I was still the head of security for the national president vote. When I turned in my colors, I did it at the national president meeting. So it's not like I went behind closed doors, hid, and did all that other shit. No, I turned them in right there. And every pagan that was in the nation at that time was there at the meeting. I did it right here in Roanoke, Virginia. I ended up falling back. And then when I went to come back into the nation, because like I stated in my, inside my TikToks, I need this shit. You know what I mean? This is all I know. So I need it. And, uh... Yo, Big Bob, Big Bob refused me. He actually he actually kicked out a few members because they had charges open, but they all caught them charges being a being a past member. You know what I mean? So going back, uh you're not a rat, you're not a snitch, like they're saying. Nobody's saying that but one person that was savage. Okay. I'm just trying to understand the background. No, no, man. I hear you, I hear you, but that. That becomes the, the the main topic of anything again in this lifestyle. So, you know what I mean? This thought, mm -hmm. like I told you before, this life that we live. If it, if you were selling drugs on a block and somebody says, "Yo, he's a rat," people start watching that guy different. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? So that becomes well, the, the worst the, thing you can say about somebody. Well, that, so. that that becomes the forefront. They won't give a fuck if you're a rapist, but yet if he's this, you know what I mean? Then then it becomes a problem. So that became the forefront, but it never affected me any. Because I was still moving up in the ranks. I was still doing what I was doing. I was still the president of two chapters. It's just that when I came down here, I couldn't live the life they were living down here. Mm. So what I did was I went and brought dirty ones down here. If this was a problem, if me being what they said I was, right? Or not them, but what Savage said, why hasn't nobody did anything about it? What would they do about it? That uh, That's I mean, a question you, that you a lot of people... You, you got to remember, I'm going, I'm, I'm going off an audience here, man. The, you know, a lot of questions. But you can so. let your imagination run free. Like I said, mm. they're not. That club still has people 
who are willing to you know I mean? do whatever it takes to uplift that club. You have people right. that don't know me, that don't give a fuck about me or the work that I put in that will do whatever they got to do. Because of that shit, because it is what it is, man. You know what I mean? But I'm still here doing what I'm supposed to do, still growing. Um, 31s is, is, is up there. 31s is what it is. You know what I mean? And um, I, like I said, I had a chance to go back. I was offered a higher rank position to go back, and I chose not to. And mm-hmm. and if anybody wants clarification on that, I got text messages. So if anybody's talking crazy, I got text messages and I got motherfucking phone calls and shit like that. Not recorded, but phone calls that were made and text messages that, that followed in phone calls. I still got call logs and everything that I will post on TikTok. So if anybody feels grimy enough to push my fucking hand, that's the reason why I'm here now. If anybody mm-hmm. feels grimy enough to push my hand. I will expose those fucking text messages because I got them from other club members. You know what I mean? That are begging me to come back, begging me to come back, telling me to make me the president of my own chapter and doing all that other shit. So you just said you would expose them. Wouldn't that be in another stance of dry snitching? If you would, if you're exposing private private communications between yourself, and that's pillow talk. That's pillow talk. You got you got females here in club business all the time. I'm not doing that. What I'm doing is, would you want to need clarification on clearing your name up? But why, why, post why post it on the internet and not deal with them man to man on that stuff? So, so hear or, me out. Hear me out. You're talking. You're talking nonsense right now because then that would insist that that we're talking about violence here. All we're doing is showing that I was allowed to come back in. I was mm-hmm. begged to come back in. I'm not getting nobody in trouble. So how would that be a form of You're not getting anybody in trouble, but you're still exposing internal communications from the club is what's going to be said. And you know what I would tell them? I don't give a fuck. Because they'll sit there and they'll say, oh, yo, this man did this, he did that. But then as soon as I showed them that that's all lies, now I'm in trouble for that. So I'd so be in trouble for defending myself. Hear me out. I'd be in trouble for defending myself, but I would just have to roll with the kicks and punches then. Mm-hmm. That's what but you're isn't that, isn't that the problem with the MCC now? Is everybody is going to the internet to put out, say, the dirty laundry, if you will? And me, I play devil devil's advocate because a lot of our listeners are going to be asking these questions. But he's got a point, though. I mean, listen, if you have to prove if you so if somebody is saying you're you're not you're lying, you, nobody asked you back, and you have the proof that says they asked you back. I mean, what is he supposed to do? He got, and, he's and got the proof. It, he's not a liar. He's proving himself right. How's it dirty? Problem that, the problem with that, Marco, is the people that are on the internet don't matter. They don't matter whatsoever. But Only you're thing asking that, me questions. Oh. You're asking me questions for those people on the internet to try to go off my go off my credibility. Listen, listen, hear me out. At the what same time, see, they don't matter. The only ones that matter is that club. All right, so what bleeds leads, correct? So because somebody says that and then my reputation gets tarnished, it, I got to run with that because I can't find out the person who said it. And I can't prove myself being right. I'll tell you what, and I wasn't going to do this. You know what I mean? But remember, Marco, I said, yo, there was, a, there was a problem with me and Mr. Hollywood. The problem, which I didn't put out there was, and this, you know what I mean? You guys might want to cut this off now, was because I sent you text messages Prior to this, I sent you text messages and I sent you videos. And you know what happened, Hollywood? 
A couple months later, I seen my text messages in another 1% of members' phone, which means he only got them from you because I didn't send them to nobody else. So if we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about Aaron you got MC Dirty Launch, listen, if we're going to sit here and talk about MC you Dirty Launch, you see, but, but if I did that, I'm exposing, I'm, I'm, I'm dry snitching, right? You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? You yourself just asked me. You used to be a past member. You used why to be a past member to a club. Why would you even send anything to the media? I sent it to you. Because me, yeah, really me and you were supposed to have an interview a long time ago. And we just started this. We started this conversation about that. Me and you were supposed to have an interview a long time ago. But that's not what you should be saying. What you should be doing is, damn, why did I do that? You yourself were once a, 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 a patch member to a club. See, the pro see, here's the problem with your argument. No, here's the problem with your argument. Go ahead. Go ahead. You send anything to us, we're going to go back to the club and say, hey, what's uh, your side of the story? That person wasn't even a pagan that showed me. That person oh, wasn't doubt. even a pagan. So, but look, I now, you just, now you just exposed yourself to that too. So now the world can see. I was myself now, going back and getting the freaking uh, second no, side it, story. It, it, you're on here. Talk, no you're your colors, dude. Hear me out. You're no talking about another club, and I asked you a simple question. Go ahead. And when no I gave question. you the response to it, when I gave you the response to it, you said that it would be airing out dirty laundry. What you did was some foul shit. And get involved with other people. Media, I'm gonna do that to you. What do you think I'm gonna do? So, so listen, you were once a patch member. That's the media. Were you not once a patch member in a motorcycle club? That means nothing to me. This is a business. It no. This is a. Don't try to turn this on. It's not a business. Club rules. Don't change it on me. You're out there. You're putting all this kind of stuff where you know the club cannot respond to you. What? What can't they? All this stuff on there. Why can't they? Why can't they respond to me? Because you know damn well if you were in there, they're not going to say nothing. Listen, so don't try to flip this on me. And you're the one respond. out here. You're trying to expose them. That's fine. Who am I exposing? You're exposing all your inner workings. No, no, no. I'm not exposing nothing. I, what I do is I tell people the way things are, not what they, not what they, not what they look like. I tell people what they are. I don't tell people how to be a prospect. I don't tell people what steps you have to go to to get patches. I don't say what happens at dinners. I don't do none of that. So I never expose nothing about the inner workings of any club. All I you, did was say, hit me out. All I did was say what my personal experience was in the club. That's all I well, ever done. You tell me in any of my TikToks, you tell me in any of my TikToks that I show anybody the inner workings. I don't understand. Club. Why are you talking? That's what I don't understand about club members for one. You're wearing colors on your TikToks. Yes. Your feds don't even need to work to get you. I don't have I don't have club colors. Um, on my we have TikTok. we got a bunch of younger guys that go on TikTok, that go on Instagram, flaunt their shit, and you wonder how the cops get a hold of everybody. Well, I'm not and that guy. And, not my, that. and here not you are on our show mm -hmm. talking about taking care of work, doing this and doing that. And next thing you know, it's like, damn, that does sound so, like a fucking gang. So who 
first off, nobody said anything about putting in work. I never, I never encouraged anybody to go out there and commit acts of violence. Oh, come on, violence. let's be honest. Be one hundred with this. I never, I never told anybody that. to commit acts of violence in any of my TikToks, and I tell everybody I'm a working man. I breed dogs, and I'm not out there in the streets. As a matter of fact, I posted a TikTok about that today. I'm not out there in the streets. I'm not doing the wild shit. I go to work every fucking day. I breed dogs and shit like that. However, I do not forget that I'm a one percenter, and this is the life I chose. So whatever comes with this, comes with this. I will but never does sit there. But does a one percenter come on a worldwide media show and talk about inside the club life? They don't. Yes, they do all the time. You're one of them. What do you mean I'm one of them? You were once a patch member, and you talk about the inside of the club life all the time. Yeah, twenty years ago. It don't matter. That's like but I never, cop, I, never, I never give inside looks at well, what would. That's like saying once a cop, always a cop. We never, ever, ever. Hollywood. That's talk like saying once a cop, always and a I'm cop. never going to expose personal communications. You have exposed personal communication that I gave to you. You sat there and passed on to another member, which you just openly admitted to doing. You just well, there you go. You just said a number, another member. Another member because I was trying to confirm. No, no, no. I'm telling you that's exactly what you said because you said you did it because he was you're the, you know you wanted to hear his argument. You said you want to hear his argument. I told you're you the person that I got from because here's what I'm gonna do, and I've never hid from this. I'm always gonna take the club side because when people leave a club, they always bash on the club. Always, it, it's easy. It you're gonna bash on the club. So I'm going to go back to the club and verify that this is what happened. But again, 100% wrong, bro. Nobody bashed on that club. People took care of things that need to be taken care of. And whatever was said between me and you were supposed to be in line. So then we had the conversation for the meeting. Again, anything that I ever spoke about was people that were already out bad. And again, I never spoke bad about the pagan nation in the whole. I spoke bad about the people who were in the pagan nation. I spoke bad about other things in this life that people try to hide from. I tell the truth about what do you mean try to hide from? What do you mean try to hide from? Not not telling not telling the complete story, but what really goes on inside the MC world, how things could be uh, flipped. Thank you. Way. You just made my point. What goes on inside the MC no, no, world? No, 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 no. Again, you're just saying like you're I'm out here telling people the, out of the, old the, meetings. No, you're giving the DOJ, FBI, what clubs don't need in the first place. Are you, yo? You just got done saying how certain ones are allowing law enforcement in. Mm -hmm. That's what this whole thing was about. So if, if they need any information, they got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, you, you, that's go, 100 you go to certain events, there's Why feds out there already. So as Why far as young guys, as far as young guys being on the TikTok with their colors and shit like that, it don't even matter because every event you go to, if you went to Wildwood, the whole streets were lined up with the feds. Mm -hmm. So there's nothing you could do about that anyway. If you're going to be exposed to who you are, you're going to be exposed to who you are. Whenever you're riding through certain neighborhoods and certain cities and towns, you're getting pictures taken of you anyway. If you're wearing your colors on your bike, you're getting pictures taken. In Texas, they pull you over and take pictures of your colors, your tattoos, and everything. Mm -hmm. So let's not sit here and act like, oh, TikTok is what's giving all the feds and everybody their information. No. Police are literally snatching us off our bikes, taking pictures of us. Every event we go to, they're taking pictures of us. Come on, bro. Like, you got you got to really, again, this is what I'm saying. You see, you'll sit there and say, oh, yo, there's out bad members that are doing this, doing that. No, the feds are taking people right off their fucking bikes, 
and they're destroying us, who we are, and everything else. It has nothing to do with TikTok. Has everything to do well, with don't what's it give going them, on. I'm just talking about doesn't it give them a reason after hearing some of the stuff today about taking care of business to use in their propaganda fight against clubs. And I'll let Marco I can take it too much. No, it's good conversation. People, people sell people sell shit all the time that that's, that hasn't been true. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? People say things all the time that ain't true. It's all about what you could prove. Right. That's what it's right. all about. You have people lying on people all the time. It's all about what you could prove. Hollywood, you know that. Mm-hmm. So, Jersey, let me ask you this, man. We've all we've all been in clubs or in clubs, uh, and you touched on something with happened with the, the brother, the brother's old lady uh, who got all pissed off. And then uh, so I have a two part question. Number one, do you find that ninety nine point nine percent of all the problems we run into in the club life usually starts with an old lady? And number two, isn't it weird that your brother is the one that uh, has a fucking problem and then has and all of a sudden it's causing all these issues? It's. It just sucks that you you take an oath or you hang around and it turns to be the ones that are close to you that sort of throw you under the bus. Well, and this is the reason why I say that, because it was even though it was one person to shit on my name. It was a thousand other pagans to stick up for me. You get what I'm saying? So even though it was one brother to shit on my name, it was a thousand other ones to stick up for me to where I am now, where I am. Because, look, the dirty ones in the pagan nation, we get along just fine. There's no mm. problem between us. So if if there was if there if this was true, then don't you think I want to be inside the dirty ones? You see what right, I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. even though and no, I don't believe it's 98 percent of the problems is, is females, is is men, bro, hanging out with piece of shit females. What happens is they find a stripper, they end up falling in love with her, but she already <laughs> fucked ten other members. You know what I mean? And she's uh, not committed. She, she's not committed to you. <laughs> She's not yeah. committed to you. So now what are you going to do? You know what I mean? She's not committed to you. And now you want to try to stop her from fucking with any other brother. You know what I mean? Mm. So that that's the problem. It's not. They only know what you tell them. They now, only know you, what you tell them. Do you think that's a big problem, Miss Pillow Talk? Pillow Talk's a major problem in any situation, organization, drug dealing, anything of that nature. Um, Pillow Talk is a major problem. You know what I mean? People don't. But you also got to understand, who else can you go to? Yeah. We don't have nobody else to go to. In this world, we have nobody else to go to. You go to a man, it's a sign of weakness. You go to a woman, it's a sign of weakness. The only problem is women bend, men break. Women will hold on to that shit until you really fuck up, and then they'll expose your whole hand. Mm. You get what I'm saying? Very well said. But uh, if it's a brotherhood, why wouldn't you be able to go to your fellow brothers? without looking weak ain't that what they're Who, there for who's really your brother when you didn't really prospect or know the members before you joined up very good point if you didn't uh prospect very damn good point you gotta you gotta understand back in the 50s and 60s these were people who served time in the military with each other these are people who were in prison with each other these are people who grew up in neighborhoods with each other you know what i mean mm-hmm. They didn't, they didn't just allow anybody to walk up and hang out in the garage with them. These are people that actually had bonds. And what happened was, it was, I know that guy for a very long time, and he's in here. So mm. they had somebody to go to. Now you have any Joe Schmo walking up into a bar, buys you a fucking drink, and you're like, oh, yeah, cool, nice bike. You know what I mean? Right. And and now they become past members. Very well said. Uh, again, what's your TikTok, uh, Jersey? Top Flight Jersey. 
what is it like? You know what's crazy? The reason why I did that top flight was because if you go back to the movie Friday, it was like, yo, you top flight security. Basically, you're <laughs> fucking rap. You know what I mean? So I went with top flight just to piss people off. You know top, what I mean? Is it T O P flight? F L I T H T J E R Z. We should have pulled up. There, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of uh there's always a little bit behind my madness. You know what I mean? On why I do what I do and shit like that. You think I don't hear certain things that were said about me? And I laugh at I laugh at it because you can sit here all day and try to go back and forth to do whatever you can to clear up your name, but the proof is in the pudding. If you see a motherfucker out on the streets every day of his life and he's riding around and he's, you know, I'm I'm doing the TikToks, it's not it's not like I'm hiding. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? You're definitely not hiding. It's not like I'm hiding. <laughs> You know what I mean? I was just at an event in, in, in February with pagans. You know what I mean? But I'll go up to a pagan from up north, hug him and fucking kiss him on his cheek. It's just, you know, certain ones that I don't like. I, I don't like them. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I don't talk. Listen, I don't talk about those guys. The mm -hmm. ones I do talk about are pieces of shit that are no longer in the nation. And I just use that as a forefront to be like, yo, listen, this is kind of what you run into when you're in, involved in his life. You know what right. I mean? Well, that's why I, I like your videos, Mick, because, uh, again, we're all in this sort of, you know, we're close knit to it. And a lot of people don't say a lot of the shit that goes on because there's some crazy stuff that goes on. And I think a lot of people should know, hey, you should have all the information when you're making a choice to get into a club, hang around. You want to prospect probate. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff I wish I would have asked the first time I was hanging around, uh, you know, a club. But, but I did so, so, so you guys could agree that my content is, is real and uncut. It is not made up shit. Can you guys agree to that? You both oh, were involved in I can't even understand TikTok. That's a different world for me, man. <laughs> but Marco, but you understand my content. Uh, you put it out there, man. And again, I mean, I do have to say, yeah, obviously, we 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 open up anybody that wants to come on and refute. If you if you are, you know, I, I always have to get both sides of the story. But you definitely put it out there. And every time I've ever seen you, you you have the the stuff to back it up with. You say, hey, this happened. Here's a video, or here's exactly what happened from my point of view. So I, I mean, I, I give you a lot of credit. So look, I'm actually, I've, been you, on you, here for, I've been on here for an hour already. I kind of got to cut it short, shorter than long. It's already been too long for me. I, I'm supposed to be eating food over here. I was in the <laughs> restaurant when. Uh, well, uh, give us uh, five five more minutes. We're gonna cut now. We'll all go into the green room for uh, post show and stuff. Uh, we appreciate everybody tuning in to get uh, Jersey side of the story again. Uh, if the pagans want to come on or have a representative, they can do so. Uh, we always welcome uh, both sides of the story. But uh, well, make, make sure, sure make you sure you let them know that that's airing out the laundry and this there's the club workings and all this other shit that you were just talking because that's what it oh, is. I right? know, you trust know me, I mean? I always get just let them know that. You you want it to happen, but yet you complain that it happens. You got to be, you know what I mean. You got to keep it on. The, the accusations were put out there, so yeah. they can respond to it. If they want to put out uh, the laundry, they can. That's what we're here for. But I'm uh, guessing they probably won't. But anyway, guys and gals, we'll see you later. What a good show, man! Uh, with our one, guest. one one more thing, I want to, you know, if possible, man, I want to shout out unknown bikers. I think I think that's a, a club, bro. That those brothers are some stand-up individuals uh, from experience with them and being around them, or things that you hear about them. Yo, those are some stand-up brothers, bro. Uh, a lot of the New York, a lot of the New York clubs, man. I big up to the New York clubs, all of them that are out there, all the one percent of clubs that are out there. Um, yo, it's a battle up there. 
you know, fighting cops, fighting other gangs and shit like that, and just trying to live our lives in those streets. It's hard out there. So shout out to Unknown. Another club that I'm really big off of is Brothers East. I want to shout out those brothers. Um, very East. strong clubs, in my opinion. Yeah, Beast. I want, I want to shout them out, man. Those are very strong clubs, in my opinion. I think um, the Pagan Nation is a great nation. My opinions are just my opinions. It has nothing to do with the nation as a whole. You know what I mean? You might go in there and the shit might be a cakewalk and life might be lovely. But, again, I talk my shit about my own problems and, and that's that. You know what I mean? Uh, I, clubs, I'm not going to name, but they're all good clubs out there. All right. We'll see everybody uh, next Monday. We'll be. I'll be right back with you guys in the green room. I say goodbye, vamoose, adios, ciao, so long, get your hat jacked. Number one internet biker radio show is now available on Spotify and all major platforms including iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, and more. Don't forget to become a subscriber on any one of these platforms so you can be notified right away when our weekly episode is uploaded so you never miss an episode.